into Jesus for the cleansing power. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Isn't it amazing how much trouble the small thing we call the tongue, the mouth, can get us into when we're not careful in how we're using it? In the blood, in the blood, in the soul, cleansing blood of the Lamb. All your garments, godless, are they white as snow? Hello and welcome back as we continue our look through this book we call the book of James, written by the half-brother of Jesus. Very practical book, just real straightforward, telling us how to live the Christian life and how not to. We're in chapter 3. We're coming to chapter 3 today. We're going to look at just a few verses. We're going to look at verses 1 through 12 of chapter 3. Taming the Tongue. How many times have we allowed ourselves to say things that we wish we had not said? Oh, my goodness. Can't we all identify with that? And can't we all just confess right now that we don't have perfect control over our mouths? But God's given us control. It's just a question of us being willing to bring our mouths under the leadership of the Holy Spirit to use what they say in Ephesians 4.29, only say those things that are helpful for building others up. So let's read these verses, then we'll pray and we'll talk about them. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says... He is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire, and the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. God bless us as we read and study your word about the tongue 
about the restless evil of the tongue and how we can control our mouths so that what we do does not work out to harm others or to in any way dishonor you, O Lord. We pray through Christ Jesus. Amen. I don't know about you, but there are many things I remember that I deeply regret that I said. There are not so many things that I wish I had said, not many at all, but there are many, many things that I wish I had never said. I wish I had taken the time to think about more clearly before I opened my mouth. The tongue truly is a struggle. In fact, it, it's such a struggle uh, for me personally and for everybody, really. The scripture says it so plainly. I even wrote a book about this called Follow Him in Thought and Word. I, I recommend it to you. It's uh, subtitled How to Think, Talk, Text, and Tweet God's Way. And by the way, I don't sell my books. They're only to be given away. You can buy them from Amazon, but I don't receive any royalty from the sale of the books. I, I've intended it that way. And if you want one, if you let me know and give me your address, I'll send it to you at no cost. I've never sold the books. They, they are just written for the purpose of trying to help and encourage me and encourage one another. So I'm happy to share them with you. Even if you buy them on Amazon, I don't receive any royalty by design. So the focus here is that we, we know that we all stumble in many ways, and we know that, that anybody who could perfectly control their tongue is a perfect man perfect person there is no such thing as a perfect person other than jesus christ so he said you know if, if you could keep perfect control of your tongue you'd be able to bridle your whole body your mind your spirit your emotions and nobody can we've all sinned and fallen short scripture says there's none of us righteous he says if we claim to be without sin we're a liar and the truth is not in us that's in first john one maybe about verse eight or nine uh he said you know what even if you put bit something as small as a little piece of metal i'm a horse lifelong horse person uh if you put a bit in the mouth of the horse you you control that mouth you control that whole great big horse i rode great big horses especially one or two that were huge but you could control them with that bridle. The same way with ships. Got a little rudder, great big ship. But wherever the pilot directed it, the ship was going to go. And he said, in the same way, the tongue is a small member, but it boasts of great things. In other words, it bites off way more than it can chew. He said, a great forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. Tragically, we have so many terrible fires throughout the world in the United States every year. There's some going on right now. A lightning strike or somebody careless with a single spark can set a huge forest ablaze. He said, you know what? In that same way, the tongue is like a, a spark in a, in a world of unrighteousness. And it can set the, the whole thing on fire. It can set the entire course of life on fire like it's set on fire by hell. 
He said, you know, we can train all kind of creatures. He said, we can, we can teach whales to do tricks. We can teach porpoises to do tricks and turtles and and all kind of great big animals, elephants and giraffes and horses and other things. We can tame those things, but nobody can tame the tongue. He said, it is a restless evil full of deadly poison. We need to be careful, careful, careful with our tongues. We can say something not even with any evil intention and cause damage and pain and hurt that's there for a lifetime just by being careless. I remember teaching children about this one time. Maybe I was teaching myself, and I hope they learned too. I had them to come up and squeeze toothpaste out. Each one of them squeezed it as hard as they could once into a plate. And when they got all through, I said, now put put that toothpaste back in that tube. And, of course, they looked at me very perplexed and said, we can't do that. And I said, you know what? The same way with what we say. Once we've said it, it's out there. It's not going away. It, it can cause harm that never will go away. So we got to be really careful, really, really careful with how we're handling our, our tongues and how we're handling what we say so that what we say is helpful, uh, that we're loving our neighbor as ourselves, that we're honoring God with it. He says in verse 9, he said, With our mouth we bless our Lord and Father, but then we turn around and curse people or say bad things to them or about them, and they're made in the likeness of God. God said, if you don't love your fellow man who you can see, how can you love me who you can't see? He said, look, from the same mouth come blessing and cursing. He said, that shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like that. He said, you don't go to a spring and find fresh water and salt water coming out of the same spring. He said, you don't go to a fig tree to, to find olives or a grapevine to produce figs. He said, neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. What's he telling us? He's telling us that, that we don't need to be a salt pond. We need to be a fresh water. We need to be a source of refreshment and encouragement and blessing to others with what we say and how we say it and where and when we say it. We need to think about what we're saying. We need to, to, to confess right now that we have failed many times with how we speak and sometimes how we fail to speak when we should say something that we don't say, but mostly it's things we say that we, we shouldn't have said, we wish we hadn't said. So let's, let's pay attention to what we're saying and, and use our tongues very carefully to, to make sure that we're a blessing to other people, that we're encouraging other people, that we're building them up. Even if they're in the middle of a struggle, even if they're going through a hard time, there are ways to say things that can be very encouraging instead of destructive. So let's just listen to what James is telling us here. Let's be lovers of other people by loving them uh, as we would want to be loved ourselves. Love our neighbor as ourselves, not just in what we do, but also and especially in what we say. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. Have a great day. Be careful in what we say, all of us.